Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Success Edge? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 165. Man. This might be an interesting episode here, <laughs> but I'm excited to be able to do it. We'll see kind of how uh, Holy Spirit leads uh, as I talk. So I'm right now, uh, it is a little bit after seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, I'm in my hotel room. Um, it is May the 1st and I am literally in the town called Enterprise, Alabama. And I'll get to the story or get to the reason, I mean... I'm here because I have an appointment uh, with um, with some people uh, here, but I really just want to talk plainly uh, with you guys uh, in regards to kind of what this town represents, uh, a little bit of just the story behind this town. Also, I might mix in a little bit of stuff that I'm learning right now uh, outside of um, you know the story that I'll share because I think it's just a fantastic story with this town and, you know, taking a perspective on things and just, you know, looking at what it, what it did. So in my quiet time this morning, I I definitely um, felt led to talk about something else also. So we'll see if we get to all that. (laughs) I kind of feel like I'm a little bit all over the place, but let's talk about enterprise. Enterprise, Alabama. I want to talk about the Herald of Prosperity. All right? The Herald of Prosperity. And I did a little homework, did a little research about Enterprise. So during the early uh, 1900s, there was an insect, okay, called the boll weevil that is sometimes called the Mexican cotton boll weevil, uh, who is indigenous actually in Mexico, but it appeared in 1915 in Alabama. And by 1918, farmers were losing whole entire crops. I'm actually just reading this a little bit uh, so you can give us perspective. They were losing whole entire crops of cotton. And, you know, if, if you're listening to this across the the world, which I know you are, there's people in, you know, Japan, there's people, because I see you guys, um, you know, the United Kingdom, um, uh, Singapore, uh, you know, there's people down in uh, Venezuela or Nigeria. I mean, there's people all over the list. So in the United States, um, in the Southeast area, uh, where, you know, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, uh, the crop back in the 1800s and early 19th century 1900s the main crop was cotton and that was kind of the bedrock or how the south uh, aka in the south here really uh, was flourishing and prospering okay and so during the early 1900s 
there was this insect that came about and literally started destroying all these crops, fields and fields of crops, and these farmers were losing their fortunes uh, because of this insect. And they could not stop. They couldn't figure out how to stop it until one day, this gentleman named H.M. Sessions saw this as an opportunity to convert the area to peanut farming. And in 1916, he convinced C.W. Baston, an indebted farmer, to back his venture. So this was a shift in mindset that this gentleman named Mr. Sessions decided to shift his mindset and say, you know what, we've got to do something different, all right? Uh, what we have been doing for you know all this time is not working, and we need to figure something out. And this is where... You know, you know, SEC. There's just a lot of um, a lot of thought behind this, as far as you know, in your life, you're. I guarantee you're going to have to pivot. Um, I guarantee you, God is going to maybe change your direction, or you know, move you off of the beaten path that you've been going down, or doing whatever. And you have to be willing to venture off that path. You have to be willing to um, maybe even pick back up a dream that you thought was long gone and um, you know, rediscover that dream. You've, you might have imagined it happening a certain way, but God had a different way of making it happen. Now, Going back to this, so the first crop paid off. <laughs> this is what's cool. Their first crop, so these two gentlemen that came into partnership with the new venture of uh, becoming peanut farmers, the first crop paid off all their debts. Hello, hello, hello. And was bought by farmers seeking to change to peanut farming. Cotton was grown again, but... Farmers learned to diversify their crops, a practice which brought in new money into Coffee County. Um, bon Fleming, a local businessman, came up with the idea to build a statue to help finance the cost as a tribute to, to how something disastrous can be a catalyst for change and a reminder of how the people of Enterprise Alabama adjusted in the face of adversity. The monument, there is a, actually, a, there is literally a monument, was dedicated on December the 11th, 1919, at the intersection of College and Main Streets in the heart of the town's business district, which I just visited yesterday. You know, if uh, you can actually go, um, well, I just I did a little uh, snap, Snapchat story. Um, and you, you can actually witness that, or you can actually go to um, my YouTube page, which is the Success Edge um, YouTube page out there, and you can actually see uh, that uh, in, uh, Snapchat story on there uh, of the actual statue and me actually doing it, and I'll post that, um, that story here, here soon, okay? Um, but anyway, it's, there is actually a, 
the 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 monument is the only monument I believe which appears in all the world that's actually mounted to a an insect. <laughs> there's a there's a lady that holds it up, all right, um, above her head. Uh, that was I think made in Italy, I believe. Uh, the statue was made in Italy, and it was erected. And there's a fountain around it, and then on top of it, there's a there's literally a, a bowl in her hands, and on top of that bowl, there is an, an, a beetle uh, called the boll weevil. And I think it's a great thing. And, and there's a little, you know, there, there's little markers right here, and it says the boll weevil mark uh, monument, December the eleventh, nineteen nineteen, in the uh, in profound appreciation of the, this is what it says actually in the city. Okay. Um, on this sign right outside where this uh, statue is, it says, "In proud appreciation of the boll weevil and what it has done as the herald of prosperity, this monument was erected f- by the citizens of Enterprise Coffee County, Alabama." So there might be some change going on in your life. <laughs> I, I I talked to a gentleman yes, just yesterday, where that there there's you know some serious you know change you know going on in his marriage in his you know kind of some business things that he's doing, um, you know he's 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 like you know he's you know just trying to figure out you know where God's doing some things. I talked to another gentleman uh, yesterday. I mean, it's like I felt like I talked to a lot of people yesterday because well, I was on the road a little bit. Anyway, um, this other gentleman, you know, he was talking to me about, you know, how he just, you know, he doesn't have a dream, he doesn't have, you know, a vision or a dream of what God wants him to do or, you know, where he's leading. You know, there's just, you know, this kind of, you know, cloud of fogginess or this, you know, despair of, you know, not knowing what was going on. And, you know, trust me, guys, when you have no vision, you cannot accelerate. You know, when there's a clear, you know, uh, seeing or clear solution, uh, clear vision inside of you, you can accelerate uh, towards that. Uh, and, you know, this one gentleman, you know, we were talking about multiple things, uh, you know, with him. He just got, he applied for this job and, you know, uh, he thought he was a shoe-in for the job. He thought he was a great candidate for the job and he didn't get the job. And he was just kind of devastated, really, um, because he, he really felt like he was a shoe-in for the job. Well, you know, as he and I talked, um, you know, one of his, you know, questions, you know, or one of the suggestions I just made to him was just twofold uh, about his dream. Because he said, I just, I don't know what I'm, I don't know what my dream is. I don't know what I'm, you know, believing God for. I don't know. And I'll tell you another thing about his, you know, job thing as well, what I shared. But I, I just, I, I told this gentleman, I said, look, here's, Here's some advice that was given to me. I want to pass this along to you. And number one, number one, in order for you to get a vision or get a dream, you need to get around people that actually have a dream or that actually have vision for their life. All right. I I had to just be very blunt with the gentleman. I said, you know, probably right now you're, you know, really kind of associated yourself with a lot of people that just don't have vision. That's the reason why you don't know what your vision is. All right. And you need to get around people that actually have a dream, have a vision for their life. They know where they're going. Um, they 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 have expectations of greater things. They're actually um, you know progressing towards something else. All right. 
you know, they're not just sitting there um, with, you know, oh, woe is me, you know, what I've been doing for the last, you know, 30, you know, plus years in my farming industry. I'm just going back to my bull weevil example. And now all of a sudden this, you know, this, bu- this bug has come in and, you know, is destroying everything we had. And what are we going to do? Oh, no. La, 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 la. I said, hey, man, you've got to go and get around other people. I'm sure that this guy, Mr. Sessions, uh, actually went out and somehow he found the, uh, found the plant uh, and found seed for, um, for the actual uh, peanut. You know, I just, uh, the other thing is about this whole peanut thing. Um, I passed through a town another town on the way to Enterprise, I can't remember what it is, but they have the peanut butter festival, all right? Um, I mean, I also passed through, uh, I think it was, um, you know, Tuskegee, where um, I believe it's George Washington Carver, or yeah, I believe, I believe I'm getting the right. He came up with, um, he, he, he came up with all these inventions from the peanut, that he would go into his little lab and close the curtain with his Bible, right? With his Bible, he closed the curtain and he would get before the Lord. And the Lord, he said in his memoir, and this, this is, comes straight from him, that the Lord would start opening his eyes and giving him revelation and understanding of how to create things from the peanut. <laughs> so, so much so so much so that he had so much insight into these things that you know i believe that uh um george washington carver and i believe i'm getting that right um it, it could have been an, uh, another gentleman but it, i believe that was in this whole tuskegee thing because there's a couple different um people uh definitely two gentlemen that really impacted this area as well but here's the thing um you know, even so much that it, it had Henry Ford, you know, the founder of the Ford Corporation, the, the car manufacturer, he came down and offered this gentleman like millions of dollars to come work for him um, and help him produce, you know, different things and different inventions for the car. And the gentleman turned it down because he said, no, I'm called to this area. And, you know, anyway get kind of went off on a rabbit trail right there, but it's, it's just, it's just a great example for this area of, you know, God gives you seed to sow. God gives you a vision. You have to get around people that have a vision, number one. And then the other thing I told this gentleman was, guess what? You've got to, if you don't know what your dream is, then this is what was the advice that was given to me by a very successful man. I told, told this guy, I said, look, if you don't know what your dream is, then write out what you don't want to see happening in your life or don't want to see in the future of your life. Okay? Write out those things right there. Write out those things because guess what will happen? Whatever that thing is that you don't want to see, the opposite is what you want to see and that will produce a vision and dream for your life, <laughs> right? I mean, it's very evident uh, that if you don't want something, like for, for me, for example, I don't want my children, I do not want to see my children when they get uh, of age, um, you know, when they're in their, um, you know, getting out of school and starting out on their own, I don't, I want to set them up financially 
so that they don't have to worry about money because in the Bible it says, you know, the father is supposed to set his children up. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of, there's, anyway. And I, I have a, so I don't want to see that happen. So guess what? The other side of that, the other side of the coin is, this is what we're going to do. I have a vision of setting my children up. And, you know, Amy and I, we're in the process of doing that. Okay. I mean, we've got, you know, investments and, you know, uh, things that we've done, uh, that we've actually, uh, laid aside that, you know, this money's going to accrue, 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 you know, until, you know, Tyler, Trinity, Timothy, and Taylor are, you know, 20, you know, 20, 25, 30 years old, and they're going to have, you know, several thousands and thousands of dollars at their disposal. I mean, I, and I want to make that even more where the, you know, really ultimately where I want them to have millions of dollars each. All right. And that's just a vision. That's a dream of mine that I, you know, have in my heart for my children and even for my grandchildren. Okay. And, you know, going back to this whole, so I shared that with that gentleman and, you know, he, 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 he took all that and wrote it all down and, you know, I believe he's going to apply it into his life, you know, and then I, you know, talked about the whole job thing with him and I, and I just kind of shared with him about, you know, Hey, look, um, let me just share with you a couple success stories for, you know, what you need to know how the kingdom operates. Okay. So this is the kingdom of God operating right here. And I, I use an example of, you know, a friend of his that he knew that actually recently got her dream job. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, and he didn't even know it. <laughs> this is the bad thing. He didn't even know that this had happened. And, you know, so I shared with him, I said, I said, look, Hey, you know, this is what was going on with her. She was in a job that she was being worked like a dog. She was miserable. She was having to drive at least 45 minutes one way to the job, which she didn't want to be at. Um, her kids couldn't have access to her during the day, hardly at all, because she couldn't drive back or help them out, you know, uh, with what she needed. And she was really, um, you know, doing three jobs, uh, and she was one person. That was kind of what was taking place because um, the 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 business that she was she, she was a part of or the inter, the organization she was a part of was so strapped for cash that they could not um, you know how to say it put her um, you know up her salary or even you know hire you know two other people to do the job that she was doing um, and but she was miserable she would come home crying you know she was just miserable and. You know, she talked to her sister, um, and you know, her sister kind of shared some insights about the kingdom with her. And lo and behold, lo and behold, um, she, this young lady went and applied it. All right, she actually wrote out the exact job she wanted, where that she would be, you know, uh, ten minutes from her house, that she would have the flexibility to if she needed to leave work to go help her children out, she could do that and come back. That um, there, there would be a gym at the actual uh, facility so where that she could just, you know, during her lunch break, she could just, um, you know, go to the gym actually at the place of her employment and work out, all right? You know, she wrote all these things down. And isn't it interesting? And then she sewed, by the way. She sewed for it. 
Kingdom Way, sewed for it. Isn't it interesting that, and it's not interesting, it's, it's just Kingdom. Lo and behold, boom, she gets the exact job, 10 minutes away from her house, flexible, flexible hours, uh, a gym that's actually right inside the actual uh, facility, and she's flourishing. Yep. And I had to explain that to this gentleman. I, I explained another story that's very similar, and I said, hey, man, look, you got to write out exactly what you want. Be specific. Be specific about the amount of money you want to make. Be specific about, you know, do you want a car? Do you want a, uh, or a car allowance? Or do, just be specific about what you want because the kingdom is going to produce that. All right? You can't, you got, you know, you just can't sit there on your hands and not, you know, get before the Lord and be specific about it. And he said, well, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, that, um, you know, you, you really can't be that specific about it. And I, and I just tell I, <laughs> I just I just had to I had to you know tell him I said, you know well, that's fine if you want to believe that, but last time I checked I said God said ask for whatever you want I mean Jesus says in 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 the scriptures that you know whatever your heart desires ask for it all right I mean he says that multiple times it's in red. <laughs> And so, if you want something specific, if it doesn't contradict the Word of God, all right, then write it down. And the the scripture that I was reading this morning, um, you know, was about you know a stingy sower will sow, will reap a meager harvest. This is actually Second Corinthians chapter nine, uh, starting in verse uh, six, and I'm actually reading from the uh, the Passion Translation, which I'm really enjoying the Passion Translation. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest, but the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Let, give, let giving flow from your heart, not from the sense of religious uh, duty. Let it spring up freely from the joy of giving." All because God loves hilarious generosity. Yes, God is more than ready to overwhelm you with every form of grace. That's grace is that's that's multifaceted. That's this awesome statement right there. That you will have more than enough everything, every moment, in every way. He will make you make you overflow with an abundance in every good thing you do. Let me skip down. Here's the scripture. The, this generous God, who's our Heavenly Father, who supplies abundant seed for the farmer, which becomes bread for our meals, even more extravagantly towards you. First, he supplies every need, plus more. Then he multiplies the seed as you sow it, so that the harvest of your generosity will grow. And I mean, I could, you will be, you, let me just read, finish to this. You will be abundantly enriched in every way as you give generously on every occasion for when we have your gifts to those in need, well, no, excuse me, for when we take your gifts to those in need, it causes many to give thanks to God. So the whole reason I read that, guys, right there was, you know, 
the the bull weevil bull weevil here in Enterprise caused a scenario to happen. All right, some devastation to happen of something that they were accustomed to. Um, you know, that was taking place, but there was still seed. There was other seed out there. God had already provided the peanut plant. It was already in the earth. <laughs> he created it at the dawn of time. It's just that nobody, until Mr. Sessions, found, found that seed. And he partnered up with a gentleman to plant the peanut, and the rest is history. And because of the herald of prosperity of a, you know, something that was uh, an insect that came in, it changed the whole entire South to where everybody was doing the same old thing and blah, 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 blah. I mean, I have no idea if Mr. Sessions was a Christian or not. Uh, that doesn't say. I mean, he might have been, but I, I don't know. But I can tell you this, is that God has provided something for you to sow, some kind of idea, some kind of thought, some kind of thing that is in your hands, that, it, that you just have to seek the Lord. He's going to provide it. You have to have faith for that, to believe that. You don't have to think it up on your own. God's going to give you the thought. And then I promise you this, a herald of prosperity will be on this way. Right? So, SEC, I know that I'm kind of all over the place with all this, but I think it's just a great story, multiple stories that I just wanted to share uh, with you guys right here, that, you know, the kingdom of God, the kingdom is within you, all right? So you have access to everything. And I can promise you this, that God will multiply that seed that you sow. You might have a mountain of debt. I mean, Amy and I, we had a mountain of debt, all right, mountains of, you know, the <laughs> mountain of debt. And the way we got out of that was we sowed. And guess what? God brought an, an abundance, and that abundance basically allowed us to get out of debt. Yep, that's it. I mean, whatever the need is, sow a seed. If you have a need, sow a seed. You've heard me say that multiple times. And don't just sit there and, you know, um, you know, you have to open your eyes to the opportunities around you to see the seed. Because, you know, opportunities are just seed that you can sow. Quick swig of <clears throat> coffee. So, SEC, I hope that uh, you enjoyed this. Hey, if, uh, if you want to partner with me, you know, if you feel like you've been blessed uh, by the Success Edge podcast and uh, you would like to you know, partner up with the Success Edge, uh, I welcome you. You can go to uh, uh, patreon.com backslash Tyler McCart, and uh, you'll see right there that we're, how you can get involved uh, with actually partnering up and uh, sowing financial seed actually into the Success Edge. It's just an opportunity for you uh, to actually multiply your um, seed back to you. How about that? <laughs> I didn't even think about putting that in there, but that, there you go. Um, anyway, Gang, here's, a, here's what I'm going to tell you, and know this about you. Know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health. The spirit of breakthrough is upon you, and gang, we'll catch you on the other side.